Today is Friday, February the 12th, 2021, and you are listening to A Minute with Pastor Mark. So we have made it through another week, and on this freezing Friday, we find ourselves in Mark chapter 3. Now what I think Mark is doing in this particular chapter is I believe that he is painting a picture for us through the use of stories to tell us all that Jesus went through when he was here. In, in, a, in a more negative way. We know that Jesus was constantly criticized and we get an example of it in the first six verses where Jesus has people that are following him not to learn from him, but rather to find him doing something wrong. So they're looking at him with a critical eye and they, wanna, they want to be able to accuse him to the people. So we see that in verses one through six. And then we move into verse seven, where Jesus has large crowds following him and they're following him because they want something from him. And they're getting pushy and they're getting demanding. So much so that Jesus has to come up with a contingency plan in case he, the crowds get too big or they get too pushy. Cause he says in verse nine, so he told his disciples that a small boat should be kept ready for him because of the multitude, lest they should crush him. So we see that Jesus is being taken advantage of. He is being overworked and overused because people have people are needy and, and they see Jesus as someone that can meet those needs. Not caring for Jesus, not wanting to follow him, not wanting to do what he says, just they want something out of him. So he's being used and abused here. We are then in verse 13 introduced to all of the 12 apostles and every list of the apostles always ends with Judas Iscariot and Mark throws in who also betrayed him. So he tells us that he's got somebody in his inner circle that turns on him. And then it gets even darker in verse 21 where he has his family and the people that that grew up with Jesus and know Jesus better than anybody else and they think he's crazy. In fact, it says in verse 21, when his own people, other translations say, when his own family heard about this, they went out to lay hold of him, for they said he is out of his mind. So he's being misunderstood by his own family. And then we see where he is being falsely accused by the scribes who came down from Jerusalem, and they say this about Jesus. He has Beelzebub, and by the ruler of the demons, he cast out demons. The interesting thing about that accusation against Jesus is that the only people up to this point who acknowledge that he is the son of God is demons themselves. We see that in verse number 11, the unclean spirits, whenever they saw him, fell down before him and cried out saying, you are the son of God. Everybody else is stubborn, hard headed. They're not uh, believing that Jesus is the son of God. They just see him as a prophet or a healer or a good person but the demons are acknowledging, but the scribes are calling Jesus Beelzebub, calling him Satan himself. And Jesus responds to those critics beginning in verse number 23. He uses logic and argues with them, but they don't want to hear it because they've made up their mind. They've decided that they hate him and they want to destroy him. This is a good lesson for all of us who are followers of Jesus. And it's to remind us that even if we're doing exactly what God wants us to do, there are some things that we can expect. We can expect critics. 
just as Jesus had critics. We can expect um, we can expect people to take advantage of us, just like they took advantage of Jesus. We can expect people who are close to us to turn on us, and we can also even expect sometimes our own family to misunderstand us and what we're doing in our pursuit of Jesus Christ. And we can also expect to be falsely accused and lied about and said terrible things about. But I love how this chapter ends. It, it talks about how that somebody came to him and said, hey, your mother and your brother, your mother and your brothers are here. And Jesus says this, how, he, how this chapter ends. Who is my mother or my brothers? And he looked around in a circle at those who sat about him and said, here are my mother and my brothers, for whoever does the will of God is my brother and my sister and my mother. And that's very encouraging and comforting to me to know that when I got saved, I became part of the family of God. And I'm grateful that I have parents and brothers who are, are serving Jesus. But if I was to lose all of my family, I am a part of a bigger family that will walk through me, walk through life with me until the end, and then we'll be together forever in heaven. So it may get hard, it may get difficult, but we got each other and we're so grateful for that. Lord, thank you for another week going through your word. Help us to not get discouraged when times get hard, knowing that you went through hard times as well. Help us rather to take comfort in what we have in you and the brothers and sisters we have around us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, have a great weekend. See you guys on Monday.